Hello, the following exclusive interview is presented by H.S. Clark, author of Secret Thoughts and Medical Thriller. For more interviews and information on Secret Thoughts and Medical Thriller, visit hsclarkmystery.com. This is Author Spotlight featuring Carla Norton, author of The Edge of Normal. Hello, I'm H.S. Clark and I'm here in beautiful Monterey at the Left Coast Crime Mystery Conference. And uh, I'm uh, here with Carla Norton, the author of The Edge of Normal. I've got a little card here to show you the cover. And uh, Carla, uh, it's pretty interesting. You started out as a uh, true crime writer, and now you're writing a fictional account. How did that happen? Well, the first book I wrote haunted me. It's the story of a woman who was kidnapped and held captive for over seven years, most of the time in a box. Uh, the title of the, that, that book is Perfect Victim, mm -hmm. and that story just stayed with me, and so you can think of that as the victimization, and then The Edge of Normal is about a survivor of kidnapping and captivity. So she's kind of a Elizabeth Smart meets Clarice Starling character. How did you bring in your, your true crime uh, experience into the writing of the fictional uh, book? Well, when I was working on Perfect Victim, I went to the trial. Um, I, actually, when that case broke, I was living in Japan, uh, working as a, an associate editor with the Japanese edition of Reader's Digest and it hit newspapers there that this woman claimed that she'd been kidnapped and held captive for seven years. I see. So I, it was basically my hometown in Northern California. Mm -hmm. So I returned to the States, covered the trial and wrote about that case and when I started I didn't know anything about Stockholm Syndrome but the mind control issues were really what was so interesting to me. So it was the psychology of that uh, dynamic between the captor and the captive that stayed with me and carried over into this crime novel. I see. And, uh, I've heard a rumor that some of your work um, is actually part of the FBI curriculum. Is that correct? What happened was Perfect Victim came out and uh, Roy Hazelwood, who is um, uh, a former FBI agent, used it in his training at Quantico uh, because of the psychological issues. So it was very interesting and um, it also was on the New York Times bestseller list. Tell us about the protagonist in uh, The Edge of Normal. Well, Reeve is a 22-year-old survivor of kidnapping and prolonged captivity. She was kidnapped at 12 and through a lucky happenstance escaped at 16. And so now at 22 she's living in San Francisco, she's uh, re regaining normalcy when uh, another young girl has just been rescued from cap captivity and her family asked to consult with Reeve. So it was a kind of a victim-to-victim -victim bonding, which actually did happen with survivors of kidnapping, that they do consult with um, the families of other survivors. This is a very small sisterhood. You can think of J.C. Dugard, Patty Hearst, Elizabeth Smart, Colleen Stan, who I wrote about, um, and they, of course, all know each other. It's a very small group. How do you handle the, um, the gruesome aspects of it, the, uh, uh, the graphic aspects of the book? That's a good question, and I've been really pleased that readers are appreciating how I handle that because I make that basically off stage. You can say a lot by describing scars without describing torture. You've got two other books, the uh, both of them be a true crime books, Perfect Victim and Disturbed Ground. Tell us a little bit about those. Okay, so Perfect Victim was the first book that I wrote about the uh, survivor of kidnapping. And then Disturbed Ground, um, actually, after I wrote Perfect Victim, I worked for a few years with the San Jose Mercury News. And I was working on Bride's Boutique and the Summer Recreation Guide when my agent called me and told me that 
perfect victim was on the New York Times bestseller list. So then he started pressuring me to write another true crime. So when I first heard about this case in Sacramento, I thought, this I don't even believe this. A little old lady had murdered her tenants and buried them in the yard. Ah. Her name is Dorothea Puente. Ah. And she's, a, again, a psychopath, uh, but she was a pathological liar, a real chameleon, and she could convince people that she was a retired doctor, uh, that she was Hispanic, an she imposter. wasn't at all. Yes, and yet, uh, even though she was uh, an ex-con, she successfully lured these people into her boarding house, got a hold of their checks, and um, then buried them in the yard. And so I'm assuming murdering them and burying them in the yard was not part of the lease. <laughs> Uh, no, but I did think about naming the uh, book Dead and Breakfast or Doom and Board. Passion for uh, writing and, and literature uh, drove you to go back to school. Tell us about that. Well, after I wrote those two true crime books, I started writing fiction. And it took me a while before I could um, get it, my head around the idea that I was not being successful at that. I wrote three novels that didn't get published. I thought they were actually pretty good. But I realized that I needed some help, so I went back to school and got my master's in fine arts in ah. creative writing. I graduated in 2009, and then in 2010, the story happened that J.C. Dugard was recovered. And you might remember she was kidnapped in Tahoe at age 11 mm -hmm. and held for 18 years. Oh. And that story uh, just impacted me so much, and it brought back all of my feelings about the first book I wrote about. And I just thought, what, what would a, a, another victim of kidnapping and prolonged capti captivity feel? seeing the story unfold and so that's where my protagonist was born out of um, and I started working on the edge of normal uh, when I was living in San Francisco so my protagonist is living in San Francisco and um, uh, she is recovering from her own ordeal and it's really the the arc is from from survivor to almost vigilante. She has insights into the captor that other people doesn't don't have, and yet she. This is I, a, a Stockholm syndrome on steroids here. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah, but she's not a cop. She's not a lawyer. She's not trained in martial oh, arts, or yeah. she's not a sharpshooter. She's a damaged yeah. person who's also very resourceful and has inner strengths. You currently living in California. I'm now living in Florida. Oh, Florida. Yeah. I thought you had just, we're in Monterey, and I thought you had just kind of driven in here. Uh, so how, um, how, how are you enjoying Left Coast Crime? And, and um, uh, you're on some panels, I understand. And what are you getting out of Left Coast Crime? Uh, well, I'm on a panel this afternoon with Brad Parks, who's the Toastmaster. Ah. Uh, it's called Extra Extra Journalist Term Crime Novelists. Sounds great. And, and he's just been terrific. So it's been, it's always great to meet people. Louise Penny is here, and mm -hmm. uh, she and I share an editor. Because I lived here, I know some of the people from Northern California who have come to so the So you had some reunions here with some old friends as well. Yes, yeah. All right, that, 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 that's wonderful. Um, tell, us, uh, tell us something we don't know about you. Okay, uh, I speak Japanese. Oh, um, we didn't know that. Yes, I lived You heard it first here. <laughs> I've been around the world. I lived in Japan for four years. Four um, years? Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I was working with uh, Reader's Digest there, the Japanese edition. Um, oh, and when I first, actually, the first book I wrote or worked on was um, KGB no Mita Nihon, which is the KGB's view of Japan. Uh, Stanislav Levchenko was a KGB officer who defected from the USSR spy after spying on Japan and um, 
he wrote his memoir, and I worked as the editor for his book. In my own research, with my own uh, novel, I've, I've discovered that um, the Japanese love mystery novels, and they love crime novels. They available in Japanese? Yes, both Perfect oh, Victim goodness. and Disturbed Ground, my two crime books, are available in Japanese and German. And then, uh, and then The Edge of Normal has come out already uh, in Germany and the UK. Wow. And it's coming out in Japan, Italy, the Netherlands, and Bulgaria. Wow. So you've got Bulgaria. Well, you, <laughs> so you have got a multinational, international flavor going on with your work. When you're published in Bulgaria, you know you've made that's, it. That's it. <laughs> if you're if you, if you published in Bulgaria, that's, that's probably where do you go from there? <laughs> Give us your website address. Tell us where we can find your books. Oh, yes, carlinnorton.com. The Edge of Normal is out in hardcover and, of course, in ebook, and is coming out in paperback, I think, this summer. And then I'm working on the sequel, so that's coming out, we hope, uh, next year. Do we, do we get a sneak preview of what's in the sequel? Uh, it's again... No it's spoilers a, it's, now. It's about Reeve LeClaire. It's a year later, um, and uh, she's a university student who, again, gets involved in diabolical crimes. Well, there you, there you heard it first, a little sneak preview of uh, Carlo Norton's next book. But don't wait for that. You've got uh, The Edge of Normal, which is out now. And uh, I know you're real busy here at the meeting and all. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thanks. It's been great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for watching this exclusive interview presented by H.S. Clark, author of Secret Thoughts, a medical thriller. For more interviews and information on Secret Thoughts, a medical thriller, visit hsclarkmystery.com.